All right, it is the Frank Maz. This is me. I don't know why I talk to myself like I put a thought in front of me, but I am Frank Maz. Welcome. This is the Adventures of the Average Guy podcast. This is episode number two. Draft day is what the podcast title is. And I am so excited that everybody's here listening. I, by everybody, I mean the uh, one person that might be listening, who might be my mom. Who knows? Um, I don't think she knows how to download a podcast, so uh, probably not. Welcome. Uh, this is the Adventures of the Average Guy. I would love to hear from you uh, during the podcast. You could text me 312-205-9834. That's 312-205-9834. Email imfrankmaz at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome. I just am coming in from the rainy Chicago. It's like a rain sideways and the winds blow in and it's like I don't know I'm imagining this is what it was like when Noah was building his ark because there was a point where I wish I had an ark because it was just nasty out there it's rain it's coming down it's not pretty I mean I, I hell I started gathering two animals of each that's what I started doing I might, you know, I might as well because it was, uh, you know, I thought this was the end of the world out there today. It is really bad. But I did have time to hop in my car, not my ARC, and uh, get myself a cup of coffee because I needed it from McDonald's. Um, and, yes, yeah, so I got a, a cup of coffee, and I just went through, and the uh, young kid who was working at McDonald's was very preppy. I'm not sure I was very fond of that. I don't, I don't like, I don't, you know, I just, you know, this is my thing. I just want a cup of coffee. Just take my dollar, give me the cup of coffee, and we'll move on that way. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need a play when I get my car. I, I don't need like a, a stage show. Um, usually it's Starbucks that gives you the stage show. This was a stage show by, by this kid. McDonald's. I said preppy. I don't think it was preppy. I think it was more like, I don't know, maybe he was from England. And I, I, now I'm going to be, you know, guilty of that, blaming him. But I, I went through first person uh, who literally talked like, you could have this. And I was like, it's a dollar. I felt bad for her. I think she was sick, so <laughs> not making fun of her. The next person, though, I went and he's like, good day, sir. Here's your coffee. Have a great day. And I'm like, what? And I thought first, I said, maybe that's the way he's, he's speaking. Obviously, he wasn't, though. I think he was just being a smartass. I don't like that. I don't I don't, I don't need smartass with my coffee. Hmm. Call Ronald McDonald himself. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'm just crabby. You know, I'm 33, and I'm getting older and older, and I think the older I get, the more crabbier I get. Like, I'm not like your old, uh, your, like, old, old, old grandpa who's like mad at everybody hates everybody I just hate young kids <laughs> it's horrible I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm just, you know, I am tired of the, the, uh, the, the smart assy people in this world, he probably wasn't, he probably just the way he talked, good day sir just annoyed me, which is horrible <laughs> something like my grandfather would say if he was alive. Um, 
Uh, anyway, um, so I, I took a trip to the DMV over the week, um, and it was one of those interesting trips to the DMV. It's one of those trips where you go and, uh, you know, you're you're telling yourself, okay, if I never have to go to the DMV again, this will be a miracle. Um, I had to get my address changed and my license, which I've been waiting over a year to do that. Don't tell anybody because you're supposed to get it changed within 30 days. So technically, I was illegal when I was doing it. I broke a law. Ooh. Um, so anyway, so I, you go there, and of course, there's a line out the door. And I'm the one who screws it up because I'm figuring... This line must be for something else. So I go to another line who the lady was like, Honey, you are in the wrong line. So anyway, for me being impatient, I had to wait into, you know, I had to go to the, you know, another line. So I I could have been in line for like 10 minutes, but it took me an hour. And everybody, everybody in that place, uh, you know, there's a lot of nice, nice people working, but there's... one lady who was like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like, if somebody, um, it was, a, I call it a shouter, somebody who just constantly shouts, so like they don't have a normal conversation with you, so I had to get, you know, my license changed and a new license, and she was shouting and everything, are you getting a new license? I'm like, Yes. Do you want a photo? I'm like, yes. It was like a whole thing. So anyway, it was crazy. So it was like, you know, if I don't have to go to the DMV, DMV should be like uh, the Olympics once every four years. Once every four or four years. The McDonald's coffee tastes like a smart ass. Anyway, um, draft. So the draft, the NFL draft was on. I had tickets, and I want to thank One Iolta for their tickets that they, they gave me um, for for uh, a seat filler. And if you don't know what a seat filler is in, in the draft, is it's pretty much you go to the uh, the uh, event and you sit in a green room, and from there, when somebody gets up who actually has a ticket, you go in and you sit in their seat keep it warm and uh, you know they may have diarrhea so you may be there for a while for all you know um, so when they come to the live shot they will make it seem like it's a full house all the time um, so I turned down the tickets I actually had them for Thursday, Friday and Saturday what can I say they want this ass it's a good ass to keep the seat warm um, <laughs> but anyway so the drive so you know Let's let's just talk about let's talk about the the problem of the draft. Let's just talk about the one person that really messed up the draft. So this Laramie Tunzel, uh, if you do not know, and you're probably under a rock somewhere, uh, he had a uh, problem. Somebody hacked into his Twitter account and showed him smoking a bong with a gas mask on out of a scene of Breaking Bad. Um, and he was shown doing that, which was like, oh, great which was taken a couple of years ago, which means he was still in college when it was taken. And, you know, that, and it was literally, it literally happened like 10 seconds, 10 seconds before, like the draft was about to begin and it's like, pop, somebody must hate him. Because then later on, when he was drafted on Instagram, he had a conversation with 
the athletic director, Ole Miss with the assistant athletic director, and was asking for money, saying that his mother's bills need to be paid. So you took money from college, which that's a bad idea. Bad altogether. So anyway, it was a very um, bad day for him because he dropped from like maybe two, three, four to like 13. His day got worse. His week got worse. So about an hour after he was a no-show at his introductory news conference, uh, he had a allergic reaction. He then sat down with the vice president of the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum, and head coach Adam Gase, and they uh, were like, you know, he's a good, he's a good dude. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna uh, he's gonna you know he's gonna be there for us. He's gonna be a tough player. So all that crap, and uh, you know, he kept no, you know, he has no character issues. I don't I don't know. I don't know. First of all, it's a character. Now, somebody on the radio said that. Uh, not, not a radio. On the article, I read an article about a guy saying, well, every college kid smokes marijuana, which, first off, that's not true. Second off, if a college kid does smoke marijuana, I don't, maybe I'm not cool and I don't know the, the, the cool stuff. Um, but I don't think anybody is taking a gas mask and smoking that way. I don't know. That was just crazy. So anyway. But he got his eight million. No, he got a six million or whatever. He's not going to get his eight million. No. Whoa, that's that's fucking bad, huh? You only get the you only get the eight million instead of the fucking six million. Great. Um, <laughs> yippee you. Um, anyway, so speaking of idiots, Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Good old Johnny Manziel. We all know Johnny Manziel. Uh, got into this little bit of Twitter beef. So this guy named William Burge or Will Burge, call him William. Um, trapped him about the NFL, and he says, uh, had a picture of Johnny Manziel at a bar, and he said two years ago he was a first-round pick. Now he's unemployed watching it at a bar in Columbus before the Justin Bieber concert. Yeah, it's true. It's actually a real photo of him doing that. And then he says, people throwing out their capes for Manziel and my mentions, believe me, I've had worse picks of him and never used him. This pick tells a sad story, though. And then it goes on, and it's just this beef. This guy just tweeted one thing, and it goes on and on and on. And Johnny Menzel tweeted him and said, uh, "Should have just said it to my face instead of sitting across from us tweeting away." They called him the P word. Um. And then he wrote to him, I wasn't there, tough enough, tough guy, but we'll see each other uh, in Cleveland soon enough. So it's just a whole big mess, this guy, which it's just so, it's just, I don't know. This Johnny Menzel, I mean, he goes on, he's calling out reporters, saying, you guys act like what I'm doing is something new. I've always been the same person, doing the same thing since I started. So it's just a, um, a cluster, 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 um, and he's a loser. Let's just be honest. He is. He is. He's a real loser. So nothing new with the old Johnny Menzel. It's true. There is nothing new. He's still the same loser he's always been. Crazy, 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 crazy. And now he's on a domestic abuse charge, so he's been dead for that. So that's great. What an idiot. 
Adventures of the Average Guy podcast, 312-205-934 is the line. You can text us. Uh, I am FrankMiles at gmail.com, then on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So I'm flying as we hit into the summer. And next podcast, I'll share with you the summer of barbecue booze and having a blast. So I'll share that with you next next time we talk. Um, <clears throat> these are some bad flight stories. So this guy says, an elderly man in business class brushed his teeth at the seat after his meal, gargled, and spat out onto his plate. So these are real stories of people having trouble on an airplane. So these are the kind of things to watch out for while you're flying in the summer. Um... <laughs> Another one is, uh, said a young girl was taking a selfie on a plane, and I was on, and this guy sitting behind her was accidentally pictured too. The guy was absolutely livid and caused such a commotion. The attendant said the man, he could move seats if he wanted to, but he refused and hurled abuse at the girl until she deleted it. This went on for about five to ten minutes. I remember hearing loads of shouting, and I felt a little nervous until I overheard what was going on when I looked up. So, be careful when you're taking your photos. The air hostess moved the passenger bag from one overhead space to another and then proceeded to ask every passenger whose bag it was and to tell them she had moved it. No one claimed the bag, so everyone started panicking. This was the first time I had flown by myself, so I was really nervous. The flight attendant then started shouting down the plane. They were going to throw the bag off the plane, and then they would be a thorough check because this was now a terrorist threat. (laughs) That's a flight you want to be on. Um, so my inside sank, and this person said I could have literally let my balls go there and that. was great. That's great. <laughs> Good to shit yourself for an unidentified bag, which is kind of scary if you think about it now, day and age. So. Um, and then it says, anyway, after another few minutes of shouting at the plane, a middle-aged woman shouted that it was her bag. The lady whose bag it was had been asleep with her headphones on before takeoff had even begun. Safe to say she wasn't the most beloved passenger on the plane that day. And this guy says, when we landed on time, and after the engines were turned off, everyone got up and checked the overhead bins for their storage luggage. About five minutes after that, and before anyone could disembark, I felt a push behind me and a 20-something-old girl say, please, could you let me by? So I replied that I wasn't to disembark as well, but there was a line ahead. Only me to try to force her way around me, but I politely asked her to wait for about 40, pe- 40 more seconds so we can all get off the properly. She did not like the response. She kicked me in the groin. So this, <laughs> so I think this is, it goes on. I think she was arrested or something because um, you know, I don't know. I think I've noticed in my in my flights that I've taken that people tend to be a little on the edge, like they're very. You know, people that are the edgy that the edgy people who are flying are the people that you necessarily don't want to be on a a flight with. They're the ones that um, are the ones that um, uh, I'm trying to say the ones that don't fly too often. Maybe they fly like once every five years. And those are the ones like... They're the same people like you sit on your flight and you're like... They... Um, every time the plane makes a noise, they grab your arm. Like you have any... Any, uh, you know... 
like you're going to be able to help them in any way if the plane goes down. For me, I understand why they grabbed my arm because I'm so fat that I could be a flotation device if the plane did crash. Um, so I think I understood when they were grabbing my arm, but when they're grabbing some skinny guy's arm. It's like, oh, what are you doing? He's not going to do anything. Um, so I understand, you know, the reason why they do that. So if you are on a plane and you're flying, and here's a few things if you're like one of those non-frequent flyers. Here are seven easy tricks that you feel less awkward in any situation. Mm-hmm. Any situation. By Business Insider. Be present. That's the first one. Okay? Focus on the other person. Act as if. So in other words, fake till you make it. It says here, uh, this writer, Deborah Crawford, says act as if you have great social skills and to pretend you are the host of whatever gathering you are in. Hmm. Practice and reflect. Take an improv class, which I don't understand these things. These like advice. You know, the advice is just give me an advice. Don't don't tell me to go like take a class or something. Like who the hell has time to take an improv class? Uh, team up with someone who are more socially skilled and ask questions. Which they have a picture. It's this article, Seven Easy Tricks to Feel Less Awkward in Any Situation, and I'm looking at it, and this lady looks very, um, very awkward talking, asking questions. She's like, well, it's like, I think it looks awkward if you ask 3,800 questions. Because the way this article made it seem was like, you know, every time somebody had a conversation, they are, um, they, they are like, uh, asking a question, like a follow up. Like she could say, and that was it. I, 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 uh, I wrote the letter that won the, won the championship. And the lady's like, oh, you won, you wrote a letter. First off, that was a bad excuse, a bad, uh, bad um, example. So I apologize, but you know, she's like, "Oh, what letter was that called?" And you're like, "You already told them." It's like, why? Why, people? Why? I think that makes it more awkward if you ask all those questions. If you're continuing asking questions. All right, so a little preview to next week. Um, it is our third episode, and it'll be right in the frame of Mother's Day. So it will be a, an episode dedicated to moms out there. I'm going to have a couple things um, to go over. Um, you know, uh, we'll talk about the summer's, um, I keep saying, um, I know ain't it's at. The summer barbecue, booze, and having a blast. Uh, we'll have burger talk. We have a. Uh, a couple mom things, mom cards, um, moms, uh, mom fun facts, um, and a whole bunch more. Okay, so that's that, that's next next time around. Um, head into the WWE this weekend. I'm very excited. I'm very thrilled. It's going to be a fun time. It's always fun when you're in the wrestling world. Um, so I'm very, very, very excited uh, for that on the edge of my seat um, not literally because I can't fit in the seat um, <laughs> seats are small you know they, they, they build these everything smaller now, I'm not saying it's it's you know I'm a not saying it's anybody's fault that I'm large but we have a lot of large people in the world so why don't we start making things larger instead of smaller that doesn't encourage people what that makes me do is 
get disappointed that I'm so big I can't fit in the seat, and then I go eat five ice cream gallons. So I'm still going to be fat. And the bars going in, you know, the ones that was, you know, you have to go through, like the turnstiles or whatever. Make them bigger. Don't make them smaller. Make them bigger. Anyway. <laughs> this podcast has been very, um, very, very hyper, very, very upsetting. Like, I'm, I'm very mad. I'm just, I'm not making them laugh. I'm making, uh, I'm grieving my, uh, I, I'm letting you hear all my grievances. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is. I'm like, okay, all right, eh. screw you, world, screw you, world. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, I found this other article I read, very interesting. It is uh, the 20 foods that are making you age. 20 foods that age you 20 years. So if you continue to eat this, you're going to be like 100 years old, I guess. And I'm looking at all these foods on the list. Apparently, I should be dead right now or 400 years old. Um, they're saying that margarine, okay, uh, microwave dinners, energy drinks, baked goods, bacon, ham, and sausage, high uh, corn syrup, sugar, high glycemic index carbs. So those are like pretzels, oatmeal, pasta, cereal, bagels. Uh, sugary cocktails, alcohol, high salt foods, deep fried state fair foods, fried fast food, agave, uh, trans fat, candy, charred meats, flambe, potato chips, and pepperoni pizza. So those are the things that are going to make you... Uh, you know, feel like a thousand years old. It's gonna be you're gonna be twenty. You're gonna be like it's gonna make you forty. And who the hell does not eat anything off that list? <laughs> um. So, if, uh, <laughs> God, get myself out of trouble. Um. I feel like that's something that I just said, that it's something that, you know, like somebody tweets something and they have to erase it and then they erase it and it's still out there. It's just going to be out there. Oh, wait. <laughs> fun fact of the podcast. We do this every time. I give you a fun fact that you can tell your friends, your family, and all that. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. So you get to impress your, your friends. Um, Facebook addiction disorder is a mental disorder identified by psychologists. So it's true. There is a Facebook addiction disorder, which is a mental disorder identified by psychologists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your fun fact of the podcast. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the podcast. These are, um, you know like a uh, college girl who has too much to drink. This is fast and easy. This is the show. Um, <laughs> another thing I'm going to have to delete, isn't it? So anyway, it's um, 
it's it's the podcast. It's, it's really quick, you know. I, I, the whole thing is, I want you guys to listen in, in time. You know, everybody's busy, and you know, some some might be longer. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I start getting on my tangent, um, we're going to be adding this to iTunes very soon. Hopefully, Stitcher and many more outlets. For those who have subscribed to the podcast, thank you so much. The best way is to either find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at I am Frank Maz, and that is the way that you can locate the podcast links. You could also hit me up on podcastmachine.com and search for Adventures of the Average Guy, and then you could download there and subscribe there as well. All right, have a great rest of your week. I'll see you next week with more of Adventures of the Average Guy. Bye, everybody.